What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast. We're talking about the latest grace of cybersecurity news, as well as behind those movers and shakers of glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, as always, I'm joined by Shan Tides. What's up? What's up? What's going on? And Chris Epka. What's going on, everybody? What is up? So definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So Monday, Tuesday are topics, Wednesday discussion, Thursdays, Ask Us SP, and then Fridays, everything else, movies, sports, games, all that good stuff. But without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article actually comes from cbsnews.com. It's written by Chris Hoffman, right? And uh, this one is uh, Washington County pays $350,000 ransom after cyber attack, right? So what ended up happening was they were held hostage, right? Some ransom uh was asked for right when they're when they're uh when the county services were 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 held captive uh so to speak and so they voted uh they did a vote two to one right so their board of commissioners is only three people apparently right um to pay three hundred fifty thousand dollars for this ransom payout right um so we, we've talked about this before we've gone into this right like there are avenues to take with something like this especially when you're a government agency right like so this is a county in washington uh uh Pennsylvania, Washington County, Pennsylvania, right? So um, there are avenues to go to, right? Like you can go to CISA, I believe is one of them. Uh, I believe there's more than one in the government you can you can lean on for for type for assistance in these types of things. And they tell you do not pay do not pay these ransoms, right? Because it's one of those things where it's like it's like dealing with children, right? Like if you give them something when you don't want them to do something else, like if you redirect them by rewarding them for something, they're going to keep doing that behavior, right? Same type of thing here, right? Because you paid that three hundred fifty thousand dollars, they're going to be like, oh, okay, all right, well, we we could do it again, right? Maybe even to the same place. Like, why not go back to the same place? Hit that well again. Give it a give it a year, right? And then do it again. And they'd be like, "Well, you paid last time, right?" Just they're they're gonna bleed that well dry, man. And this this is what's crazy about this is do not pay it. Like, yes, you may not have access to your services for a little while, but you don't have to worry about this happening in the future. And it'll be a lesson learned on how you need to protect yourself, right? So. It's just, I, I don't understand how we keep getting to this point where people are paying the money for the different things like this, right? So, um, I, I mean, as, as part of a success for this, right? And I don't mean to say, okay, what I just said, remove all of that. But um, the county said they got 80% of his system uh, has been restored since paying the ransom, right? So at least they were truthful in this one, right? Because we've seen a case where they're just like, nah, we're still, we're still going to release everything even after you pay. You know what I mean? Correct. Like, you didn't pay enough, right? Like we've talked about this. So, I mean, it... it I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how many different ways to say this, you know what I mean? To be like, hey, this is what you need to do, but this is where we're at, you know what I mean? So Chris, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, really, like, yeah, you're definitely spot on. And really, I want to talk about kind of the preventative. In this case, you know, I always think prevention, you know, being proactive in these types of scenarios is the best course of action. But really after the fact, right? I mean, consulting with uh CISA, like you said, or you know, local and maybe federal law enforcement, right? There are definite avenues of approach regarding, you know, uh restoration of your services. Um there they, I mean, what was the business case for this specific county? They probably had uh, we we don't know the their specific risk analysis they conducted to want to to pay this at this point in time if they were above budget or whatever. But yeah. I'm definitely with you on the fact that hey, we people or companies or governments should not be should not be negotiating with terrorists, right? <laughs> um, but in, in this case, right, I, I was just curious as to their backup processes. Um, what 
you know, how they, how they isolated the infected systems, right. Or if they even consulted with cybersecurity professionals, uh, during the attack or, you know, post attack, right. Um, maintaining education, uh, access controls, all that stuff, regular backups, and really specifically backups and restoration for this specific scenario would have been ideal for this particular organization. Um, but really, uh, I, I think this is one of those cases where education and uh, really taking a level of care, running tabletops, you know, CISA has them out there, right? tabletop exercises to simulate these attacks, uh, really being proactive with this. And really, uh, to me, this sounds like a case of, you know, they, they I think they kind of panicked and they just needed to pay the ransom just to get back into service because they, they didn't have a process in place. I mean, as you can see, they had a two, two to one vote. So that showed to me that they're uh, relatively uh, immature as an organization in terms of their scope and size, right? So they didn't invest into cybersecurity. They, we don't know what their infrastructure was. But again, in this case, I think uh, education, uh, maybe in this case, a, a post-incident review of some sort, and I surely believe that they will be uh, updating their incident response plan if they even had one, right? And then, you know, uh, maybe install some type of solar sim solutions, you know, to monitor anomalies. But at the end of the day, right, I they would need to consult, I think, my opinion, like law enforcement organizations and, you know, maybe even, you know, lawyers and legal actions, because there's there's all types of layers of um, of consequences that they have to um, now be able to mitigate. Yeah, um, I think the real problem, I don't know, like, so over overseas, you cannot pay the ransom. It's it's mm -hmm. it's law now. You cannot pay ransom in the states because of freedom, right? So I'm not going to knock freedom. I love freedom. I enjoy freedom. You can't tell a company they can't pay. You cannot. You or at least not not right now. That's not that's that just cannot be put into law. That would take a lot of uh, heavy moving to say like you, uh, free market cannot pay ransom any longer, right? It's just discouraged. Highly discouraged. Like we we'll, we will give you lots of avenues to help you to mitigate the damage and to hopefully get your systems back online uh, or retrieve your money if you do uh, decide to pay, which may be the case, right? Uh, maybe we'll have another uh, story a week or two from now where a lot of that money is recovered. But in the meantime, my, my problem is where did that money come from? So you, you, you did not invest in your infrastructure, like apparently you didn't have backups or you didn't have uh, hot or cold warm site something you were not able to restore mm -hmm. anything they said they were completely paralyzed so whatever business continuity plan or or uh disaster recovery plan that they had and, and if it if it existed it, it failed miserably so they had to, to to vote and then pay the ransom that money came from taxpayers who uh that, that money's just gone now. What was it going to be used for? It was going to be funding for schools. Like, what? Where, where in the budget did three hundred fifty thousand dollars come from? Mm -hmm. And now it's just gone. And they could they could pay and not get their their systems back, uh, or they could pay and then these people could still come back and ask for more money. Like now we want another hundred grand <laughs> to because we're gonna we're gonna cripple you again. Like that. That's my my problem with it. Isn't necessarily that they they 
felt they had to pay. The the problem is like, what did you do proactively, like like Chris said? But then, uh, like, what are you going to do in the future? Like, now that you spent this three hundred fifty thousand, like, what are you going to invest into cyber? Like, do you even have that money now? Like, where like where where are you going to get the money to make your systems more robust? Because it's going to be pricey, especially like somebody coming in after in the aftermath. They're not going to mm -hmm. like their rate has changed. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price when it comes to securing your systems. Uh, and that, that's just year over year, but not now you've been the victim. <laughs> like now you're you're definitely not to pay like some some really good money to uh to to get where you need to be. So I, I just think it's extremely expensive to to cave to uh the these these people's demands. Like it cost you the three hundred fifty thousand or the four hundred thousand because I guess they had to have some some more some more funds. Uh and then you're gonna need money to then come in to fix your systems to secure them properly to build what you need to build and then they may come back like like uh, i think it was either the department of, uh, of justice or the fbi says that typically if you're you're hit with a ransomware they come back they double dip so you do you have another three hundred fifty thousand dollars to pay them or whatever they ask for they might they might cut you a deal right like, say we're, we're back half price <laughs> Like we're, you're going to vote again? Like, how does that work? Like, I think it's just sim simply easier to recover from the, the paralysis that they had as opposed to pay the money because now they've caused more injury, in my, in my opinion. So I, I guess I guess we will, we will see what the future holds. But uh, yeah, like, like Chris said, we don't negotiate with terrorists. That's right. <laughs> But but this time we did. So what 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 have we set uh set up for a precedent from here on out, right? Like this county pays, so maybe the neighboring county will will pay as well, and so on and so forth. It's like you're setting up. We all have to hold the line, <laughs> or you're setting us up for failure, right? Because you've become the weakest link in this case. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. To be honest with you, uh, when it comes to this one, but I, I think it kind of sucks that they they felt they had to pay. So. We will see, see what the future holds. So uh, please continue to tune in throughout the uh, the week. So again, Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion, Thursdays, Ask Since P. I got a few of them lined up, so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. And then uh, Friday's everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. So hit us up by the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally at Ryry Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. And you, Chris? You can find me on LinkedIn under Chris Abacon, last name spelled A Bacon. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure.